All right, welcome to Front Page 305. This is Walter Villa, the Miami Herald. My sidekick, Manny Navarro, is uh, letting me fly solo today. So this is going to be a different uh, uh, Bobcast. But I'm delighted to um, be talking basketball today. We're going to have three coaches on, two from the men's basketball program and, and the women's basketball coach. So let's start. Uh, and first of all, uh, greet D.P. Harris uh, and uh, as the head coach of the men's basketball team. And then also, let me make sure I say this right, Kayla Slovenic. Kayla, did I say it right? Yep, you got it right. All right, good deal. So welcome to the front page, guys. Thank you. Yeah, DP, let's start with you. I mean, I know you inherited, this is your second year as a head coach. You inherited, I think it was 11 and 16 team. Um, and you turned that around the first year, 22 and six. Um, talk a little bit about, you know, what you saw when you got there and, and, and how did you turn that thing around so quickly? I, I tell you what, if, uh, you know, it, it wasn't easy. Uh, when I first got here, they had two basketballs that, uh, that were deflated, uh, coach, you, uh, you know, coach Candace can tell you that, uh, she was my best assistant coach because my old office was right next to hers and I couldn't even turn my computer on. But uh, the one thing I found out very quickly from St. Thomas, that there were a lot of good people here that were going to help me along the way. And the bones, you know, David Armstrong had told me that the bones of this institution were just great. So I had the wonderful opportunity to work at St. Vincent College in Latrobe, PA for 23 years. And I just decided you know, that I was going to come here and, uh, you know, we were going to make a difference. So I brought Sean Kett with me from St. Vincent and, uh, you know, this year I got Kayla, but last year I, I walked into great players that were uh, just, they just needed a little push. And uh, I think we pushed each other and we did something special. And DP, um, you, um, you know, with Kayla, you, you and I talked uh, before we, we, you know, before we aired a show and you mentioned about how you felt it was important to have her on the team. First of all, she's a, she's a former college basketball player and she knows the game, but also to have um, a female's perspective and, you know, for your, for the, for the guys and the team. Can you talk a little, tell me a little bit about what your thinking was in bringing her in? Yeah. I mean, I think that immediately when I came to South Florida, uh, it was an ABC concept for me, academics, basketball, and character. And I found out very quickly that St. Thomas uh, University had really good foundations of producing leaders for life. And that's the kind of their, our, slogan, uh, our slogan here. So uh, I knew with our guys that we wanted to do a lot of character building. So we did a lot of volunteer work and we did Feed America, uh, we volunteered at an orphanage uh, program, and uh, we did a lot of stuff last year to get to know each other. We walked in a Women's for Violence uh, parade, but most importantly, uh, I wanted to get people around us, whether it was a male or female, that would make a difference. And one of the things with the players, they're really respectful kids, they're really good kids, but bringing Kayla along, uh, besides the basketball, was someone who was going to be uh, academically driven. And when you look into the screen and you see Kayla and I, you know, Kayla wasn't a super academic student uh, when she came into college. Uh, both of us struggled in school and that's no disrespect. I mean, we're very both proud, right, Kayla? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we came in and she went I, through. I know what it was like to be in these guys' shoes to 
definitely have basketball at the forefront of my mind mm -hmm. rather than my studies. So, and it's crazy because people think because you're a girl and we're a guy, they expect you like, oh, here's this super academic girl. But no, it's not true. I mean, tell them about your experience with the opportunity program at St. Vincent. Yeah. So coming into um, coming my first year coming into college, I was I was a part of this program. It was called the Opportunity Program at St. Vincent, and um, that helped me tremendously just become um, more more efficient in my classes. They taught me time management skills. They taught me, um, you know, how to study well for my tests and how you know how to do homework um, proficiently, but. And it's hard enough being a college student making that transition. So the opportunity uh, program was for high risk students. So both of us coming from that background, uh, it was pretty, she was a natural choice for us. So not only that we could put a female around our players because we want our guys to be good husbands, good fathers one day, you know, she really being around them, hey, this is how a lady, we have a lady in the locker room. This is how we have to talk. Hey, Kayla, hold these guys to a higher standard. And then when they try to lie to her or tell her they didn't do their homework, she was the same one. She, she didn't yeah. say that. Right? Everyone's like, hey, I did all my homework. <laughs> so, you know, uh, but, you know, really, I mean, I know it's a big deal that we have a female on staff, but her experiences are no different than, you know, anybody else's. No, I, I get you, Coach. And, and it, that's one thing when we talked off the air that, that I wrote down here that impressed me. You said that if we're going to ask our players to be uh, respectful of women and to be great husbands and great leaders, then let's put a woman around them. A woman has played college basketball. will hold them accountable. So I really like that, that way of thinking. And, and Kayla to you, um, I know you're a Pittsburgh girl and uh, tell us a little bit about your, your background. I think you're, you're five, seven, you were a guard, right? And you're right. playing. Yeah. And, um, and you're, you're, you play for St. Vincent, played four years. Tell me, tell me a little bit about your journey in terms of a basketball player and what type of basketball player were you? Yeah, so I, um, you know, I've been playing my whole life ever since I could get my hands on the ball. I think my first word actually was ball because I was so infatuated with sports. And then, um, you know, I, I grew to just love basketball. But um, as far as my four years at St. Vincent, um, as playing as a guard, I really fell into um, focusing on my defense. I was big on defense for our team. Like my the head coach there, um, Jimmy Petruska, he could always count on me to put me on, you know, that that girl to watch. And it was it was a fun time. He'd always like challenge me, like keep her under 10 points, um, you know, keep her limited on her shots or her ball touches. So that was a big emphasis on me and the type of player I was. Um, but I, do, I just try to have a lot of um, heart and passion in my game, you know, and I think that that can um, be, be good leadership for, you know, the other girls on the team. They can, they can uh, feed off of that energy. Right. And, and that can, that you can inspire the guys on the team now that you're, that you're mentoring to have that same intensity. And I think one of the quotes that you gave me, Kayla, was that you won't, you're going to be in that girl's shorts and a way of speaking in basketball. Yeah. You're just not going to give them an inch in other words. Right. And, and I, and I love that. Um, DP, uh, tell us about the, the team you've got. I think your opener is November 7th, correct? Yeah, that's right. November 7th. 
So tell us, give us some names of some of the guys that uh, that that you're counting on this season, and and give us an, a little bit of an idea of uh, of what type of team you got. So we're both walking off the practice court to do this, right? Because we practice in the afternoon. Uh, after today's practice, I'd say, well, we're not going to be very good. They picked us second in the conference. But uh, Coach Walker will tell you, I'm, I'm not the most positive guy. But, no, we're going to have a good team. You're superstitious. Uh, we, uh, no, I'm just factual. We just didn't practice well today. Uh, but uh, we're really hard on our guys. Uh, we set the bar. Uh, you know, we want to win every night. And we want to win the right way. And, you know, but you'd have to say just Sim Floyd, who led the conference. He's a 6'8 kid from Pennsylvania uh, by in New Jersey. Uh, Jacin was the leader in uh, uh, conference last year in block shots. And then we have Bud Jones, who's six foot eight. He's a Division One transfer from Eastern Michigan who played for us last year. And then DJ Russell, another Division One transfer from Robert Morris in Pittsburgh, PA. DJ is going to be special here. He's, he can really play. But he played in Miami. Uh, at uh, Dade Community College. Uh, so, you know, it, we're, we're really lucky to have them. And then we bring back, I think, who's a really good player, Antoine Joe from last year, who graduated and he's going to graduate school this year and he'll play for us. And then uh, we were lucky to get, um, you know, a kid from Johnson and Wales, Dante, who transferred in, who I think he can just shoot uh, the ball. And then we have a whole bunch of guys who are, just alike, you know, whether it's, you know, Tyreek or, you know, uh, you know, Danny, uh, Danny Coulter from Reading, Pennsylvania, a lot of six, two, six, three athletic guys who we think are pretty good, uh, you know, and then we'll see, but uh, our stamp uh, as a basketball program, we're that typical Catholic uh, basketball program. We play tough D we're tough on you every single night. We rebound the ball, uh, you're going to work for everything that you get. And we're going to be really hard nosed. Kayla, um, I know you're a graduate assistant, but you and I were talking and you put in probably 60 hours a week, <laughs> graduate assistant, like it's not some part-time thing. You're really devoted and dedicated. Tell, tell us a little bit about some of the duties. I know you're focused a lot on, on the guys and their academics. Give us just a little sample of all the, the duties you have. Yeah, I, I feel like I, I can do a whole range of, um, you know, jobs throughout my day. Some, sometimes it is, you know, the, the basketball development and, you know, on the court stuff, but it can go as far as, um, you know, their academics and the behind the scenes. I would like to know what she puts on this list every single day. Wow. <laughs> She's got Fundraising. She's got pickup bios on the website, yeah. uh, individual development. It just never stops for her. Uh, and sometimes I'll come in and I'll be like, what are you working on today? And uh, and I get up at 430 in the morning. So she starts. Yeah. Tell me about getting text at 430 in the morning. Oh, absolutely. And that, that's what he's kind of ingrained in my mind. First thing I do when I wake up, I check my phone and see what's on the agenda for the day. And it, it can be a whole wide range of things and who I talk to. I, you know, I talk to the, the front office woman who takes care of a lot of like the financial types of stuff and I can take care of that or over in sports administration with, you know, the stuff on the website. Yeah. This is so. not a glorious job. You know, this isn't university of Miami where they got 18 managers and we have, so we're doing this with Kayla and coach Kett and all these guys. So, some days you might be the person going, you're going to learn how to coach here. But the great thing about being at a small, if I was a businessman, I'd hire small college coaches 
because Coach Walker will tell you, we got to do everything. We got to be managers, counselors, salespeople. You know, here at the small college level in the NAI, you got to be a jack of all trades. So I think the experience for coaches like Kayla, it's awesome because you never know what you're working on. And then later on in life, someone gives you a job. You're like, oh, heck, that's easy. I used to get yelled at all the time or I had to do list all the time. And, you know, right. I mean, she's grown up fast. I can tell you that. Yeah. Well, I think that's what I. I like that Kayla has everything written down in that notepad. I was, I, I'm, a, I'm a guy with a to-do list as well, so I, I can identify. Oh, absolutely. It's like, especially with him, how he'll just quickly, like, uh, on the phone, like, tell me something. I'm like, all right, I got to write that down. I got to keep that mark in my mind. And, and the best thing for me is when you get to cross it off. And, and then that's, yeah. that's the sense of accomplishment. You got those things done. This and- one was new since yesterday. So it's still a work in progress with all the things I need to get done. And DP, you told me that the guys, uh, one of the one of the cool things is that the guys have cleaned up their language, maybe out of respect for Kayla. So that's probably a good benefit too. Like, Yeah, I mean, I think the biggest guy who has to work on it is uh, the head coach. <laughs> uh, I've been coaching at a school for 23 years, working for the Catholic uh, uh, diocese, whether it was in Pittsburgh or here in Miami. So uh, last year they gave me a swear band that I would uh, snap every single time. But I can tell you that, uh, yeah, we're we're cutting down on the language, and uh, and to be honest with you, we need to because uh, you know when these kids get jobs, they're they're going to have to uh, yeah. kind of clean that up a little bit. But uh, I won't say anything. She says some bad words once in a while too. <laughs> there you go. You, you just outed her. But uh, well, we got a, a couple minutes left. I want to get to Candace Walker and talk about the women's basketball program. But uh, I know uh, Kayla, you're a Pittsburgh girl, and and DP, you're not quite, I mean, you're a West Virginia guy, but close enough for rock and roll. I know you, you worked in, in Pittsburgh for a, for a long time, but DP, you told me that Pittsburgh people are tough, are d- tough people. And I think you said they're built differently. And, uh, you know, just talk a little bit about that, about is that something you want to ingrain in that program, that toughness? Absolutely. I mean, I, I come from a place, if I bring anything to St. Thomas University and I'm older, you know, and, uh, you know, I look at it this way. I come from where Fred Rogers is from, Mr. Rogers neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to make this a great neighborhood. And I got to be from a town in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. And so did Kayla, where Mr. Palmer, uh, who, I mean, he, I think he's one of the greatest sports figures of all time. We got to be under his umbrella of uh, character building and welcoming people. And then coming here to this great institution that hosted, uh, you know, certainly the Miami Dolphins, uh, we've been blessed. So for us to run our basketball program, yeah, when you're from Pittsburgh and you're from West Virginia, you're, you're going to be tough. And, uh, and I also think that there's a swagger uh, being from Miami. And you were in Pittsburgh for a while, but that Miami swagger, uh, you know, that's how that's a big part of our fabric of what we do here. And I would say all the way from the president, all the way to us, you know, as basketball coaches and as administrators, we need to remember that because Coach Walker and, and some of the coaches here have been a long time. You know, that Miami 305, besides being tough from Pittsburgh, we want those things to come together and we can't lose if we do that. 
That, that's why this show's called Front Page 305. There's definitely a swagger to Miami. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. We love it, too. How many people will beat you, and then they'll tell you that they beat you. You know, they're going to remind you. Yeah. Oh, when yeah. I came, listen, when I came to Miami, everyone told me how I was going to do it. This is what you do in Miami. Right. I listen. I listen. I don't know I did it, but I listen. <laughs> well, well, last thing, and, and then I'm going to get to Candace, is uh, I, the Cleveland Browns are off to a great start, 5-2, and two, but the Steelers and, and Kayla and Coach DP, both of you guys are Steelers, Steelers fans, 6-0, and oh, and, of course, the president of this university uh, is the Cleveland Browns fans. Did you guys remind them of 38-7 to seven or what? Well, he signs both of our paychecks, okay? <laughs> but, but I know he lives in a house with a wife who's a big Steeler fan, so we don't have oh, to I say didn't know that. I did not. I, I learned. Yeah, the president, the president's uh, wife is a big Steeler fan. Yeah. So you can imagine. I didn't know that. I learned something. Kayla, did you remind, did you happen to see uh, President Armstrong after that 38 to 7? Uh... Um, no, I, I haven't. And, you know, I'd probably... Uh pass on yeah we'll pass on you know, the, the, the few times i see the president i'm not gonna bring that up yeah i mean he drinks I, this guy's a really big i'm telling you he's a big browns fan i mean oh, I he drinks out of the cup and everything i mean it's unbelievable and he's he season tickets for yeah him and i have talked yeah he's he's a true <laughs> he's a true brownies fan dog pound all the way but so uh dp great to talk to you man kayla great to talk to you great to we've talked off you know not to see you in person it's great and so uh, I want to thank you for, for being on the front page. And and Candace, it's, you're up now. How you doing, Candace? I'm doing well. How are you? Good, good. Now, you unlike the men's team, you guys have already played. You're 1-0. Uh, We're undefeated. We're undefeated. undefeated. For, first place in the conference. So that's that's how we like it. There you go. So this is your fourth, fourth year with the team. The first two years, you guys went to the NAA National Tournament, right? Last year, I think it's a little bit of a rebuilding year. Correct. What can what can the fans um, expect from your team this year? What 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 type of team do you think you have? Uh, we we want to get back to that national champ that national tournament level. Uh, obviously, last year we we had a down year, um, but we have most of our kids returning. Okay, and and we've just been kind of harping on them to to not feel the way that we felt last year. You know, as as many games as we lost, and and you know we're not making any excuses uh, about last year. We 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 took the losses. Um, we learn from it and, and we're looking to um, put those things that we need to win into effect this year. And like I said, uh, I, I think that we got off to a good start this past Saturday. Yeah, you mentioned um, experience. I, I, I counted five seniors, five juniors, only two freshmen on this team. Give me some names. Who are some of the leaders on this team? Uh, I, I'm going to go with our with our two captains um, for right now. Patricia uh, Martinez Sands. She's actually transferred over us over to us last year um, from Briarcliff and Samaria August. Those are, those are our two captains. And I, I told my team, I said, if we have to change captains every single game, we will, you know, I, I want to find the, those one or two players that are going to take ownership of the team um, and, and lead us to where we need to go. Uh, just me screaming and you can hear it in my voice, obviously. Um, but, but me yelling and screaming all the time, isn't going to get us to where we need to go. Uh, it has to come from the players. It has to come from the ones that can actually be out there on the court. Um, and so those two, I'm, I'm looking for a really big year from both of them. Um, and they played extremely well. They played extremely hard on Saturday. Um, and and it, it's more of their leadership I'm looking for. I know they can play. I know that they're going to produce for us on the court. Um, but it's their leadership that, that we're looking to take a big jump this year. And uh, Patricia, I believe she's from Spain, right? 
Correct. Correct. So she's come a long way to, to uh, further her education. Tell Absolutely. us about her a little bit. Absolutely. She, um, no, she's, she's, she's one of those players that, that are, are the heart and soul of our team. Um, you know, she, she's not a huge scorer, but we know that she's going to give it everything she has on every possession. Um, on the defensive side of the ball, she always wants to guard the, the best player, um, kind of like Kayla over there, uh, you, you know, and she, she does play with a lot of passion. She plays with a lot of energy. She's very vocal. You always hear her talking. Um, she's always one of the first two. We practice at either six or seven in the morning. And oh, wow. I've, I've walked in a few times. If we practice at, at six, she's in there at, at 515 getting shots up or asking one of my assistant coaches, hey, coach, can you come in early? Let's get a workout in before practice. Um, so she's one of those kids. And I've, I've had plenty of talks with her. She knows this, this could be her last go around if she doesn't play professionally back home. Um, and she wants to, to go out with a bang. She wants to give it everything she has this last year. Um, and, and she's proven that so far. Practice at 6 a.m. If I'm on your team, I'd be one of the players on the team. I'd show up at about 10 a.m. roughly. And I say, hey, coach, <laughs> so where's practice? And you said, dude, it's over. What are you, right. what are you talking about? Right. It's, so, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy. Um, coach, um, yeah, I know you root for everybody on the team. You have much love for everybody on the team. But is, but is there a kid you can tell us about that's, um, that you root maybe extra hard because she's overcome a lot or, or she's really come a long way in the classroom, come a long way on the court? Is right. there anybody like that? All right. So I, I know this is, is, is a public platform and I don't want to, you know, I don't want to boost her head up too big. Uh, but it, it, it would be my, my junior, um, Gianni, Gianni Doman. Um, from her freshman year up until now, um, she's made leaps and bounds. And this kid has worked tires, tirelessly every single summer um, to become the player that she is right now. And she still has a lot of room to grow, still a lot of room for improvement. But um, just the, the pace that she's learning to play with, she's one kid that, that I have to tell to slow down. <laughs> Some other kids were, were trying to start their motor and get their, their motor to be higher. But she's one kid that I have to say, gee, just relax a little bit. Let the game come to you. Slow yourself down um, and, and, and make the simple play. And again, just comparison from her freshman year. She barely played her freshman year to last year being our, our, one of our leading scorers and our leading rebounder. Um, and so she's another kid that I'm looking forward to a, a fantastic year from this year. Coach, one of the things I'm, I'm learning about you, I got to respect is you, you are, if, if a player earns your praise, I'm thinking they really earn it because you don't give those bouquets out too easily. Absolutely. And they know it. They know it. So that I'm, I'm sure she'll be very happy to hear that. That's what I'm saying. It probably means more when you praise a player, man, they really earn it. So, so I, I can tell just in a couple minutes I spent with you. Um, let me ask you this in terms of recruiting. I, I counted 16 players on your roster. 12 of them are from, from Florida. Obviously, you'll get players wherever you can find that you think will fit the program. But um, what's your recruiting philosophy? Are you looking, you know, really to, to build that base of, of kids that are local and, and Floridian type players first? Uh, well, you know, one thing when I first came here, um, I, I, I met with almost or I tried to meet with at least, you know, a, a majority of the coaches in that Palm Beach, Broward and Dade um, area and, and just letting them know that, hey, we're going to look in our backyard first. And, and a, a high school coach that I spoke to, uh, I'll, I'll keep his name out of it, but he said, you know, coach, that's something that I, I really do appreciate, that there are other schools, bigger schools in, in the state of Florida or in, in the city of Miami or in Fort Lauderdale, West Palm Beach, 
that have never been to a practice of mine. And he had, he has one of the, the top programs in the country really. Um, and so I, I always said that I'm, I'm going to look in our backyard first um, and, and see what we can get. And obviously we want to get players that are, that are tough um, as, as DP mentioned um, kids that are talented and, and, you know, it, it's not just limited to, to Florida kids. Obviously we want to be able to find the best players available. Um, but, but we will look home first. We will look in our backyard first to see what, what talent we can keep home. Um, and then, you know, if, if, or when we do have to branch out, we want to make sure that we're hitting those spots. We know we'll get good quality kids, high character kids, um, and, and kids that'll bring that element of toughness to our program as well. And you're from Atlanta, right? I am. I grew up in Atlanta. Yes. You have any players from Hotlanta on your roster now? What's Listen, going on? We, there? we we got some. We got some on our list. We got some on our list. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, let's let, let's go. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. I I I definitely I go up there and recruit. Obviously, every summer. Um, and so right. we, we definitely are, are working on some things for, for some Atlanta kids. Now, I want to ask you a question about just the height in the women's game you see in the WNBA. I mean, six, five girls now are like wing players sometimes, you know, yeah. it's crazy. And in, in an elite college level also, it's nothing to see a six, three girl, you know, shooting three pointers. Right. Obviously, on, on this level here, um, you, you're probably not going to get those really tall, skilled girls. So what's your philosophy there? I noticed your starting lineup, they're all girls. I think the tallest girl is 5'11". Right. You have a couple of, you have some 6'1 girls um, coming in off the bench and whatnot. But what's your theory there? Are you just, you're just focused on skill. And, and how, do you, how do you sort of uh, figure that out, the, the, you know, the, the height and then the skill level and, and all that? Right. So I, obviously that's, that's been a, a trend, you know, on, on our level for a few years now. Um, first of all, with, with post players, like you said, the, the, the females that are six, three, six, four, they want to be guards. And so it, it has, um, it has limited our, our recruiting options as far as post players go. And so we just said, look, we're, we're going to go out, we're going to get athletic players that can get up and down the floor that can defend multiple positions, whether we have to switch them out on a guard to be able to defend, uh, we want we want players that are able to move laterally and and be able to to cause havoc on the defensive end, no matter what position they have to guard. Um, and so we we try to use our athleticism, we try to use our speed. Um, obviously, with our lack of height, uh, we we try to get out and transition as much as we can. Coach, we talked about that you have just two freshmen on the team. How are they doing? And that's always a tough transition from high school to college. Talk right. a little a little bit about your two uh, your freshmen. They're, they're getting there. They're getting there. Uh, one, um, Trishana, she's from West Palm Beach. She's been a little, a little banged up. She got, um, she got hurt in preseason. So we're slowly working her back in. And our other freshman is uh, Brooke. She's also from West Palm Beach. Brooke, Brooke is probably her hardest critic. And I'll, I'll tell you right now, in the game Saturday, she had six turnovers. She had <laughs> six turnovers, right? And wow. I told her, I told her, I said, look, I, I, I'm not, I forgot about those six turnovers after the game. Okay. I, I know that she can be a very, very good player for us. She's another one that plays extremely fast and has the ball as a point guard in her hand for a majority of the game. And so those turnovers are going to come. We, she asked me to watch film. We sat down for about 30 minutes yesterday and, and, and we watched film to point out um, kind of the, the looks that she needed to look for and, and also some of the good things that she did. But um, she'll be fine. Both of, both of our freshmen there, they're extremely hard workers. They're extremely talented. Um, and so I, I know that they'll, they'll come along and be able to contribute and, and help us be successful this year. And coach, just to kind of wrap it up, I see that, um, you're scheduled, I think 27 games last year, you played 28. Um, 
knock on wood, we'll be able to get all those going. So yeah. talk a little bit about, about COVID. It seems like St. Thomas University Athletics has done a real good job uh, in, in overall in that aspect. You see that that's hitting a lot of schools and FIU yeah. just, just postponed their football game this Friday. FAU's had a lot of issues. So what's been the key uh, for you to, you know, keep that, you know, sort of keep COVID at bay, if you would? Right. Uh, I, I think our, our school has done a great job um, of just placing certain protocols in, 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 um, you know, in place um, and just continuing to, to, you know, hammer it into our players that, um, you know, to, to stay safe, to make sure you're wearing your mask around campus. You know, we, we can't, we don't, we don't have our, our NBA or WNBA bubble. You know, we don't, but, you know, we, we just try to make sure that they understand um, the importance and, and the severity of, of what's going on. Um, and, and, you know, when you're at Walmart, take your mask, make sure you're washing your hands, make sure you stay safe, go the, the necessary places, go, go the places that you need to go and then just, just make your way back to campus. You know, obviously right now, the, the biggest, the biggest word right now is, is adjustments, you know, having to make an adjustments and, and being able to adapt. Um, you know, you, you may not be able to go out to that restaurant like you normally would, or, or go to this place like you normally would. So it's a conversation that we have daily mm -hmm. um, and just letting them know, like, guys, if, if you want to have a season, if you want to um, redeem ourselves from last year's season, then we got to make sure that we take care of our business off the court as well. And you, they seem to be pretty receptive. Absolutely. Absolutely. They've done a really good job with it. And the other, the other thing that comes into play is the other team and what their protocols are. And that's where it makes it a little bit dif difficult. Exactly. Too, like exactly. We, we control what we can control. You know, we, we, we take care of what we can take care of. Um, and then the, the, hopefully the, the rest of the conference and everyone else that we, that we're playing, um, will will follow that lead and do the same. Well, coach it's great to, great to talk to you and, uh, and good luck this season. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Hopefully everybody will support St. Thomas University Athletics, especially men's and women's basketball as uh, we embark on this, uh, this season. Thank you so much. Thank you.